Previously on the McKay in the Morning Show with Danielle Tufano. So this documentary on Netflix tells the love story of two women that lived together in St. Charles for decades, using cover stories to hide the relationship after falling in love in the 1940s. So it's called A Secret Love, and it focuses on Terry Donahue and Pat Henschel as they consider getting married after coming out to their family in their 80s. Can you imagine living a life where you meet somebody in the 1940s, and it's not until you're over 80 years old that you feel comfortable telling your family about it? Mm-hmm. And so they they lived on Third Street in St. Charles for decades, and their family and friends thought that they were roommates because they were trying to save some money. So that was one of their stories that they told. So they met back in 1947 when Donahue, Donahue was in her offseason while playing for the Peoria Red Wings and the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, which, by the way, you can see in League of Their Own. Um, mm-hmm. the, it's an 82-minute documentary. It was released on April 29th on, on Netflix, and they were supposed to have the, the, the world premiere of it by South, at this year's South by Southwest, but obviously that was canceled, so it didn't happen. But I did post the trailer if you want to see it. I watched it this morning and it looks really, really good. It, the documentary looks good. And I need something new to binge watch because I spent seven hours yesterday watching <laughs> all of Hollywood. What is wrong with me? But yeah, so, um, so I posted the trailer there, and I th- I just think it looks like a really sweet story, and it talks a lot w- about um, you hear from their family members and you hear from from people that knew them. Well, I saw the the actual trailer the day that it was released on Netflix, and I totally forgot about it. Number one, I didn't know they were from from St. Charles, so that's awesome. I think they eventually moved to Canada. I think I read somewhere, but um, but they started off in St. Charles. Well, they had a, you know, that's a pretty good scam going from 1947 until their 80s mm-hmm. to keep that relationship a secret. And it's, and it's sad. sad they had to yeah. do it. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> Excuse me. I get that, you know, there was a day when things were a lot different where, you know, if, if somebody were to walk up to me now and say I'm gay, I'd say, all right, like, no. why are you I'm telling Scott. me that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Danielle. Nice to meet you. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be as shocking as maybe it would have been even 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, but that still makes me so sad that they loved each other so much and couldn't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, they were together everywhere they went, according to the documentary. They were always, you know, right by each other's sides. But I would have never, you know, as a child growing up in the in the 60s, I never thought about, you know, the two women being together. But going back to it now, there are neighbors that where there were two uh, Polish women living together that actually owned the house we rented. And I found out later in life that they were actually dating. But I had no idea. I mean, I just thought it was two old women living in a house. And yeah, if you knew yeah, back exactly. then, if you, you knew no back idea. then, you would have been like, oh, what? But now if like if I had a pair of lesbians living next door to me, it would I wouldn't even it wouldn't even phase me to be like, oh, it's, you know, Jane and Jane or whatever. Well, unfortunately, there are people that it still does bother, and that's still the problem. I, that bothers me more than anything. Let people just live their lives. Well, the, you, you know, know. The, thing that, the way that I feel about it is just like I don't want a bunch of random dudes hitting on me, I don't want a bunch of random chicks hitting on me, but that's just who I am. It doesn't, doesn't mean because I dislike lesbians. I don't want anybody hitting on me that I don't want to hit on me, you know? It's not specific to women, or it's not specific. It's just, I don't know. How do how do the people hitting on you know that they're not the one for you though? Yeah, you can usually tell when you start hitting on someone whether you're a guy or a girl. You can usually tell if they're not interested. Oh, in other words, 
they should give up sooner (laughs) when they get the message. Or just nobody try to date me. How about that? (laughs) Or just realize, guys, you know, you can usually tell by a look across the room whether or not they want to be approached. All righty. Do your homework ahead of time. And then in doing that homework, bring your cliff notes and go, oh. Yeah, she's not looking at me like, that way. Shannon, All right, I'm going to back if, up. If I was looking at you like this across the bar, what would you think? Do Would you think I'm interested or not interested? Oh, yeah. You're totally interested. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interested. All right. Anyone <laughs> that makes that, that face, I'm in. That is the coveted hee-haw look that I have always <laughs> said years ago. When you see a woman do that and show just her top teeth, the top bridge of her teeth, you know <laughs> she looked for a good what's time. What's your face? that If you were single, Jan, across the bar, what's what's the face you'd give me? It's always the, the double gun, the... Oh, my gosh. Fire it up. It's the McKay in the Morning Show with Danielle Tufano on 95.9 The River.